How's it going guys? Welcome to episode 21 of the Studio 7 Fitness Podcast. Um, it's been a while since the last one. Um, initially, I didn't think I would be um, uh, gone for that long, as in um, I was west in the country for a couple of months on lockdown and my um, my podcast equipment and stuff was down in, in Kalani, so um, I'm back down now. I'm able to do a little bit of outdoor work and um, some online stuff, so um, I wanted to get back into the podcast as well. Um, we've got a couple of guests scheduled in within, within the next month, so exciting to get those on. So today, guys, I'm going to talk about the power of adaptation. So I think we've all had to adapt in various ways over the last few months, so I'm going to touch on that as well. Um, what adaptation is and um, some examples of that um, in nature and then also obviously also um, how we adapt to things as human beings. So um, try and keep it not too long, maybe 20 minutes, half an hour just to get uh, get back into it. And um, yeah, thanks for supporting it um, and um, we'll dive right in. So in regards to the definition, guys, of adaptation is the process of change by which an organism or species becomes better suited to its environment. Okay, so before we get going, I just want you to do one thing for me. I want you, to, if you're wearing a watch or a bracelet, I want you to take off that watch and put it, or that bracelet, and put it onto your other wrist. <clears throat> and right at the end, I'm going to come back to it and we'll uh, we'll address why I asked you to do that. Okay, <clears throat> I'm not a magician or anything, but um, there is a meaning to it. So take off your watch, put it onto the other wrist, and then um, we'll come back to that later on. So. Um, yeah, uh, as the definition definition says, you know, touches on our environment, and we are environmental creatures by nature. Um, you know, we tend to have an emotional attachment to doing the same thing um, every day. Um, you know, nearly ninety five percent of what we do is is unconscious. They're pre programmed tapes that we've put together over the years. Do you know, we don't think about it. We get up, we shower, we have our coffee, we drive the car the same way to work we don't even think about driving the car obviously we're thinking about other things um we you know meet the same people go to the same coffee shop um you know talk the same things there's only really five percent of our conscious mind that's kind of left so i kind of like to think about that 95 percent of our subconscious mind is like a our mixtape do you know those mixtapes if you're old enough like me um turning the big four row next sunday guys but anyways um you know the mixtapes when we were young get a cassette and you put all your favorite singles on it um whatever it was at the time you know wham michael jackson all those all those 80s classics so it'd be a mixtape of all these different things that you've um listened to and liked um now we have an internal mixtape that we've put together subconsciously over the years um and that's our our memories that's our pre-programmed events um, and that's what we tie our emotions into so um, yeah we are a lot of its pre-programmed so what we don't tend to be is is, is tapping into that conscious mind enough and um, we're either you know worried about the future um, or we're living in the past with regret and uh, other things very rarely are we, in the, are we in the present we're in the, the conscious present moment where we can create where we have new ideas new experiences um, we tend to rely on this this old tape that we keep on um, playing um, and you see a lot of adaptation in nature I'm a big fan of um, 
you know, um, uh, David Attenborough and, um, you know, all those Lonely Planet um, series and things like that. So you see a lot of adaptations take place in nature. So animals that adapt to their environment for, for safety, um, you know, a lot of the times. So like the chameleon changes the color to the surroundings so predators don't spot them. Um, but also they can change it to stand out to get a mate because you know that reptilian brain that we all have you know just wants us to survive and to procreate which is what the the chameleon's doing wants to survive by by um sort of camouflaging itself into its surroundings and then impressing the mate with all its flash colors as well um and that's all it's designed to do um, the difference we have with animals now we have that conscious part of the brain where we can make decisions we can we can change our path but that's what a lot of us don't do we just go day by day year by year um, not taking risks stay into this stay in your comfort lane um, and we you know we we adapt to our bubble and don't really go outside of there so um, there is another there's a there's an animal called the Alaskan wood frog I'm just throwing out some random um, things I've picked up over the years um, and that can survive um, in minus 80 degree weather in Alaska and what it does it literally freezes its body solid so it literally stops breathing <laughs> heart stops um, and it kind of cryogenically freezes itself I suppose if you want to call it and then in the spring um, when the the snow and the ice thaws, um, it comes back to life. I found that fascinating. Um, so it's adapted to its environment by um, by those means, so it can actually just freeze itself and come back to life. Um, there's even a cuttlefish, which is even more impressive. So it can literally change the color and the texture of themselves. So how they do it is they detect how much light is absorbed into their environment. And they use that information they get to mimic the pigment in their own skin. Um, and I think they have a few different skin layers. So it's all, and they stretch it in various ways to make it unique and, and the pattern. So it kind of looks like coral. Um, you've probably seen them on, on programs where they look like the bottom of the sea and it starts moving. That's kind of a cuttlefish. Um, and again, they do this for to escape predators but also then to sneak up on its prey so they can feed and survive. Um, and, you know, so so those, you know, are pretty impressive in nature. And, you know, we tend to do the same in, in our lives. We tend to try and adapt. We try and do what everyone else is doing. You know, don't rock the boat. Don't speak out. You know, do what you've been told to do by teachers, parents and, you know, go to college or get a good job and raise a family and and you know that's what society is has 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 told us to do and you know people do that and they're happy and that's perfect however what we sometimes do then is we get towards the end of our life we we realize um and i was on a, a webinar today with jerry hussey and um, this morning from soul space really good one and he talked about this a little bit as well and how you know it's not you know we we tend to be scared of of um of dying um but what we don't it's more so the fact that we we get to the end of our lives and realize that we haven't lived that's even worse so when you get to your last day or two and then you're looking back and you're like oh damn i wish i had 
you know, done this. I wish I spent more time with this person. I wish I spent more time with my kids. I wish I was nicer to myself and, you know, um, all those type of things that is, is too late then. So um, we we adapt because we, we want to stay safe. You know, we have an emotional attachment. Um, you know, even things like, you know, and I do it myself, you know, if you go into, I don't know, TK Maxx and I tend to like a certain changing room and if that's so busy I'm like oh you know it kind of throws me off because I just prefer that one or if I go into a football changing room I tend to sit in the same place even if it's an empty changing room you know so um, it's the same with courses I've been on and people have come back a month later and they sit in the same chair you know we just that's our comfort zone we we we, we feel safe um, in that in our little environment in a little bubble and what we don't do is have that you know, to, to see outside, you know, see outside that 95% automated, see, see into that small 5% because it's there and it can, that 5%, if you can kind of really take hold and focus in on the present and the conscious mind, you can literally change your life around. And we're going to going to discuss that a little bit further as we go through this, uh, this episode. And in regards to, you know, humans and our environments, um, you know, I was remember taking a course a few years back, it was led by a psychotherapist, Jerry Cunningham. Um, amazing man um, of the Dublin Mindfulness Clinic and he said something that stuck with me to this day he said what would your personality and outlook on life be if you were raised by your next door neighbour just sit with that for a couple of minutes what would happen if you were raised by your next door neighbour how would you have become Um, and that's fascinating because your neighbours could have been completely different to, to your parents so they could have maybe been more strict, less strict. They could have been Protestant, Hindu instead of Catholic. Um, they could have been um, pushy or they could have been supportive and loving. Um, they could have been not much love. So it's amazing how we are conditioned. And they say up to the age of seven, we have all, you know a lot of those pre-programmed tapes already in that subconscious and we just pick through those memories. So it's vitally important that those first seven or eight years of your life you know, full of love and full of, um, you know, wonderment and play. And, and if they're not, then that can have an effect later on. But what what we have to also realize is we're not a prog- product of, of our environment either in regards to some people who had the really poor and abusive upbringings have gone on to be very successful people. So whereas a lot of people say, oh, you know, my, my dad wasn't very, um, or my mum and dad weren't very um, supportive and, you know this and that and that's that's why I, I i didn't turn out the way i was supposed to or they blame others external issues for their problem i, I grew up in a poor neighborhood so i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna be able to make anything of myself because of that rather than looking internally and it's kind of like an excuse to why you didn't succeed in life so um but yeah no i find that really interesting um you know just myself i grew up in a sort of a catholic house irish catholic baptized communion confirmation all that type of stuff I was an altar boy um you know those type of things um you know we're conditioned then as we grow um as I said about that mixtape and we're told by people in authority priests teachers you know you need to read this book you need to learn about this and I remember Jerry talking about today and I was laughing because it's the same as what I say to people is you know you're taught to you know you know learn about longshore drift and cliff profiles and Pythagoras's theorem and you're like you know if you look back on it you're like what what was all that about <laughs> you know all you really learn is how to memorize stuff and and when you can actually use it in real life so you know that mental health or your 
you know creating that inner drive looking at your soul your heart love and, and those type of things that weren't really catered for it's like here's a textbook read it learn it and and um, reproduce it in a test and um you know that that that's the way to go so um you know but obviously when you grow up and you know you have your own opinions about religion and life and and um you know you can change direction you don't have to be programmed by by your environment um uh, as i said people adapt into that um and i've said it before on, on various posts that we um we we adapt because we don't believe anything good is going to happen we're primed for negativity unfortunately so you know over those 60 70 thousand thoughts a day that come into our head a lot of those are negative um a lot to do with a lot of our base emotions and negatives you know sadness anger disgust and and um and that type of thing um happiness is there but sometimes that's 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 um covered up by the rest and it shows when we we're surprised when we get a bit of good luck you know when we get a stroke or something good happening in our lives we're a bit surprised and we're like oh jesus that's i never get any luck or you know nothing good really happens to me because we're not primed for it so you know we need to flip that really and uh, and say no look i i deserve this i'm I'm a, I'm a good person i'm a caring person i deserve good things to happen you know i'm confident i will succeed what i do and you know it can be done you know as i said you know th your you know your thoughts will lead to to reaction um you know your thoughts can can be negative and make you sick but your thoughts can also be positive and make you well and and i was i was listening to um uh, a a youtube clip from J dr joe dispenza again an amazing guy he was talking about that he was like you know you can um you know there's been studies that negative thoughts and emotions they can literally make you sick um and it's not just genetics or you know you're predisposed to, to getting sickness you know there's a lot of his lifestyle and environment but you can also flip that and you know positive force and reinforcement can make you well and make you happy so that's an important take home guys to to realize so yeah we need to flip the um flip that mindset of this is just the way it is and i am who i am because it's the way i am and you know um and and that's it and don't challenge that um but as i said we we live so much away from the present mind um you know especially with this pandemic that's going on at the moment and, and jerry really made a good point today and it, it is so true that we had all these distractions before the, the lockdown we had our coffee shops we had our phones um we still have our phones but we had our you know workplaces where we had you know social we had pubs we had you know all these external distractions and then we were told you have to stay at home for the foreseeable future um with none of these distractions no things you can pop out or or, or just stimulate your mind away from being on your own so a lot of people found this tough because they're on their own at home or with their families for longer time periods than normally at work during the day but they were there 24 7 and they some of them just couldn't handle it they couldn't be without distraction um and that's uh, there's a number of reasons but one of the main reasons why this is is because people struggle with being on their own for, for an amount of time um if i told you to now lie on your bed there for, for 10 minutes which isn't a long time without any distractions just lie there and breathe close your eyes people within a couple of minutes will start getting fidgety and they'll be looking for a stimulant or getting a dopamine hit from a phone or um trying to switch off so you know 
that's because a lot of the times they don't want to be left alone with their thoughts because their thoughts are maybe not pleasant thoughts their thoughts are things of regret or worry about the future so they 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 avoid them they distract themselves as much as possible um and that's the sad part of it we can't sit with ourselves um and that's where mindfulness and meditation comes in which is very important and it's a skill it's a mental skill um meditation you're not necessarily going to get this euphoric you know nirvana type um feeling at the at the end of a meditation session it might not it might not at all like you know all it is is just priming your mind to be <coughs> excuse me at rest um you're closing down your senses you're you're eradicating you know things things you can see so that's why you close your eyes you're you're turning off phones and other things that are going to um you're going to stimulate your 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 hearing um so you want to try and dull out all the external um, restrictions and distractions and then you have more of a chance to be present with your breath because you're not distracted as much so that's where it comes down to which is people can't these days they just need that distra- distraction because they're they're scared they're scared to be alone and and, th- and and go through their thoughts because they don't like what they're thinking about um, which has a lot to do with where they are in their own lives and um, maybe they want to change um, but they just you know keep talking themselves out of it or just going along along with the flow and don't realize that time is slipping by um at a at a at a drastic rate um you know if you think about the grand scheme of things but um what jerry mentioned which was very important is we can't change time time is time there's only a certain amount of times you know hours is um in the day um do you know there's 86,004 um uh, 400 seconds, 86,400 seconds in a day, that doesn't change. You get the same amount after midnight for the next day and so on. But you hear people saying, oh, time's flying, isn't it? But that's more so that their mind is flying. Time doesn't change. You know, it's 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 um, the one thing in our lives that's constant, or one of the things that's constant. But what Jerry was saying, you can expand time by just slowing everything down, slowing your mind down with ways like meditation like um introducing new things into your life changing habits um just doing things that's going to fill you with the joy and you know reintroducing your inner child to the world and be playful be fun these things can expand time you know increase the time you spend with loved ones with people that are going to build you up and care about you um so so that habit you know changing habits is is really tough and we've done i think i've talked about habits before and and it's a big topic um there's a really good book by james clear atomic habits which is which has been out for a little while um and he makes a good point he talks about he talks about how the reason habits sometimes are hard to change is because bad habits give us an immediate hit of that feel good kind of chemicals that dopamine hit and um, whether it be you know you could have chocolate brownie or cigarette or you know alcohol whatever it is or coffee um it gives you an immediate um sort of hit or stimulation um in regards to chemical release um however like a good habit so say you wanted to start you know you came into me and you're looking to get fit or lose a bit of weight you're not going to come to me for two two sessions a week and after the first week look in the mirror and see the body that you want you know that's just not going to happen you know maybe three months six months 12 months down the line 
it's a process and it's the long game um however people don't have the patience to wait for those gains so that's why they sometimes fall off the wagon if they're not seeing as quicker you know they think oh we're going to lose five pounds every week now at the beginning you might just due to other factors in regards to water loss um, and things like that but like you know even if you're maintaining weight that's very good <laughs> as in maintaining a lower weight you know that's why i have an issue with certain you know slimming places where you know oh you you stayed the same what was the problem this week it's like that's fine it's actually good you're down a stone or two so you should be praised for that it's not you know and if you haven't lost two pound you've only lost one pound or half a pound but that's massive <laughs> that's huge if you look at what that actually is so um and that's more of a steady that's more of a reasonable loss half a pound to a pound a week rather than four five six pounds so um that's the problem with habits is is it's going to take a few months to to instill it but when it is it will be life you know that's what i'm not a fan of people in january saying this is going to be my year you know this is going to be my year now this year this year and then the same thing happens they fall off the wagon oh next year definitely next year but we're not talking about next year or this year this is your life this is this is your life for the you know for the duration of it and you know when you do get to the end of it which is guaranteed for everybody are we going to be able to sit to to look back and say look I did everything I could physically do I spent as much time with the people I loved I did as much I created as many memories as I could possibly do I'm happy with the life I led I've you know um I don't have I don't have any regrets the regrets I had I've let I've let let go of because they're only dragging me down and they're gone they're in the past I can't change them so um you know that's that's the key guys you know that's that's the key to you can you know you can change the way you do things what you can do guys you do have the power to control where your future path goes it's not set out you know you have you have the pen you have the brush whatever you want to call it you can create your own path it doesn't have to be the same as everyone else you know you don't have to conform to what you think you should be or what other people think you should be um and i was listening to les brown before a great a great speaker and he was like he he said something that stuck out with me all the time since a few years ago when he first said it was like don't let someone else's opinion of you become your reality i'll say that again don't let someone else's opinion of you become your reality i think that's pretty amazing um because you are your own person um you don't have to and you know when i was younger i was very guilty of it you know trying to please as many people as you can trying to do it for other people i make um you know i need to do this because people are watching me play football or you know i need to do this because i'll get recognized or i'll get um you know i'll get that reinforcement or i'll get some praise but it doesn't matter at the end of the day like you know the person you speak to most in your life guys is you um and it's always going to be that you're going to be the person you speak to the most so speak to yourself kindly and say look i can make a change here um if i really want something you know deep down in your soul and um, before your the other part of your brain kicks in and says you can't do it um you know you can override that and say i'm not going to pay any attention to that part of the, the brain that inner critic i'm going to go with this thought because it sparked me into life it made me smile it made me um you know passionate about something and that's what you want to do i mean if you're if you're living for you know friday at five o'clock and you're dreading sunday evenings because you've got to go back to the for a job you don't like that's no way to live 
you know, and you're going to be doing that for 40 years, however it is, until you get your pension and away you go, and then there's not, you know, too much uh, life left um, in regards to, you know, doing what you want to do, um, being happy um, in what you're doing. So if you're not if you're not enjoying what you're doing, there are ways to change that. Um, you know, you know, coaching is good. It can maybe give you a bit of a structure. Um, but what we're saying, guys, is you know, you can take, you can take, um, you can take the steps. You can make changes. They aren't, they're not easy. You know, will you fail sometimes? Sure. What we need to do is be able to bounce back um, from failure because we're all going to fail at some things. You know, some things might work. Um, some things w- will work. I mean, I've, you know, I've tried things at the gym programs that haven't worked. They've kind of bombed, and then I've tried other things that have worked. I didn't give up. You know, I just, I just kept going, which is an important trait to have, guys. So, so that's all it is. We'll, we'll kind of finish up in a few minutes. But like, we've had to adapt, and we have adapted because at the beginning, you probably thought when this lockdown happened, and I was the same. I had to close the business. I went, I went home. Um, I was like, what am I going to do? And you're freaking out for a few days, but. You adapt, you realise it's not going to change. I can't change this. This is external. It's affected everybody in the world. It's not just me. Um, you know, I. you can't. You can only control the controllables, um, as I've said before, in your own life. So I said, look, I can't change. There's no point worrying or grumbling or giving out about it. Okay, let's, let's, let's see what we can do. So you adapt, you structure, your day's better, you know, I was able to exercise, I was able to rest properly, I was able to strengthen the injury I had last year, I was able to spend time with my family, I was able to do a bit of study each day and complete um, a couple of courses that had been on the long finger, I started doing some online, so I adapted, I never really did online before, Uh, it was all face to face and now, you know, I I got into the whole Zoom world, um, which a lot of people have, um, and again a new and it was actually brilliant because I missed that interaction with my members and my clients and now I see them every you know I'm seeing them a few times a week um you know through through a laptop I know but you're still having that bit of bit of crack with them and you're you're having um, that interaction which you'd miss if you didn't so um you know these are things that we've adapted because if you don't you're just going to be stagnant you're going to go backwards um so um, that's that's all it is, guys. Really, on, on, on this week, um, I wanted to leave you with a quote from Mr. Charles Darwin, which um, I might, if you've heard me or listened to me, I probably mentioned before. But it's it's a really um, a really powerful quote. It says, "It's not the strongest of the species that survives, nor the most intelligent that survives. It's the one that is most adaptable to change." And that's pretty amazing. So it doesn't matter if you're the most intelligent or the strongest. If you're not a, if you're not being able to adapt um, to changes, then, you know, you're not going to survive. You have to adapt. You have to put a plan in action. Um, and that's when you're going to get progress, guys. So we'll go back to the watch. Okay, so right at the beginning, I asked you to go, if you're wearing a watch or a bracelet, to take it off and put it onto your other wrist. Um, and... My first question is, how does that feel? How did it feel when you put them over? I felt a bit strange, did it? Felt a bit odd, didn't feel quite right. Um, and this is a question I, I ask a lot at the beginning of my workshops, and then I go back to it, and they're all like, yeah, that that wasn't 
nice, I didn't enjoy that, you know. It's because they're so used to having it on their wrist. Now, if you had it on the other wrist for another week or two, that would then become normal. Um, what we need to do, guys, is we need to get comfortable being uncomfortable. I'll say that again. You need to get comfortable being uncomfortable because being uncomfortable is where change happens, where the magic happens. Um, and that's when your subconscious mind will go, like, oh, what's going on here? You're supposed to be doing this and this at this time. And, um, you know, you're supposed to be given out at this time or you're supposed to be um, given out about your boss at this time or it's looking for these programs and it doesn't recognize you doing new things. And it's like, so it keeps trying to get you back into And that's why people fall off the wagon because they want to get you back into your bubble, into your comfort area where there's no risk. So if you're pushing yourself outside of those zones, um, you're tapping into your conscious mind, that 5%, and that's key. 5%, there's a 5% guys there in all of us that we can tap into and we can make serious change and you literally can change the course of your life forever in in, in um, massively positive terms. So that's all it is, guys. Let's get comfortable being uncomfortable. Let's adapt. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please share it on, send it on to your friends. I'd love for you to rate it on Apple Podcasts, give it a five or a four, whatever you think it's worth. Um, but yeah, share, tag, pop it up on your story. Uh, and I'll and I'll uh, put it up on my story then. Um, you tag the gym, um, Studio 7 Fitness Kalani. Um, but yeah, thanks guys. And it's great to be back. As I said, got two or three really good guests lined up. So yeah, we'll kick on for the second half of the year and we'll make it a positive one. Okay, guys, have a fabulous uh, rest of the weekend and week and I'll talk to you very soon. Thanks, guys. Take care.